Right, and we had concluded that when it comes to a mark of the beast, it's not something that's done unconsciously. It's like you don't get the mark of the beast by accident. It's like you don't give your heart to the Lord by accident. It's a conscious choice. Right, so this idolization, this worship of this man of sin, the total loyalty, the total commitment that they're going to give him, the honor that's due the Lord, they're going to give it to this particular individual, even though people try to make it just seem like it's a system or it's just a government. It's more than that. It's a real man. It's a real man. It's a person. And the reason why we say it's a real man is because in the Bible it talks about he doesn't have natural affection. He's very charismatic. Right. And as the Lord said, 666 is the number of a man. So he lets us know that even if you're talking about a government, somebody heads it up. Somebody has to lead. Somebody. And Satan tries to mimic and counterfeit everything that the Lord does. So, uh, Just like in the beginning where Moses had the staff and he put, threw it down and it turned into a snake, well then uh, Pharaoh's magicians did the same thing. Right. And Satan does this. So Jesus... Uh, is, is uh, the perpetuation for our sin, and so therefore, uh, Satan has to have, have his antichrist, like the Lord has his Christ, Satan has his antichrist. So everything that's uh, contrary to the truth, and this uh, covetous, envious spirit where he wants to be worshipped and idolized as God, so he's going to come forth, and this man of sin is going to present himself as the Lord. And the people, because they reject the truth, are going to accept the lie. And it's happening now. Right. It's happening now. And, you know, uh, where people are rejecting the truth, mm -hmm. people are rejecting the Lord, people are rejecting uh, religion. Right. It's a true religion. And they accept every false religion, but, but, but the religion that delivers and sets the person free, that's the one that they reject. And then, uh, have you ever been uh, with an individual and you're trying everything that you can to get this person to see something and they just won't see it? Finally, you say, fine, just do what you want to do. Well, that's what the Lord is doing with uh, mankind as a whole. He's saying, fine, just go ahead and do what you want to do. And because of man's attitude, the Lord just steps back and he self-destructs. That's all there is to it, you know, because of lack of faith. So we ended up around verse 10 of Matthew 24, and it says that, And then many shall be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate another. And offended isn't like... Getting angry or upset with someone, no. Right, it's not where I say something and I hurt your feelings. No. Offend means... To fall away from the Lord. Offend means the person becomes... Uh, so uh, hard to argue. Yes, and, and to the point where they reject the truth. They reject what the Lord has presented, and it's no longer good enough. Just like when people said, you know, I'm sick of this now, you know, I just, and they just, you know, oh, that's that church song, uh, that gospel song, so-called. I'm all churched out, you know. That, that type of uh, spirit that they have, where is God? Which in and of itself is a sin. So, 
people are going to have this attitude. So when you become offended, all that is holy is no longer holy. All that is sacred to you is no longer sacred. Yeah, it reminds me, I was reading an article just today about, um, who's that singer, Eilish? I don't know what her first name is. I, I can't remember what her first name is, Eilish. And um, she was saying that she used to be very religious, very religious. And then she said all of a sudden it just went away. And that statement stuck with me, and I'm thinking, how does it just go away? It just, it just all of a sudden it just disappeared. <laughs> the, the love of many shall wax cold. And believe it or not, I don't think it was all of a sudden. I think she noticed it when it finally reached its, its end. And to her, it might have felt all of a sudden. But I believe if she would go back and just reflect on it, she'll probably find it was like a gradual falling away until she actually fell. So it's, it's like, I guess what I'm thinking, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is I'm thinking that it's like the song I heard, practicing the presence of the Lord. You have to be, you have to pray all the time. You have to read the Bible. It's like you just do it all the time. Because, and if because you, you don't, love him. And you don't do it, you start fading away, right. and then it disappears. Right. When, when your love waxes cold, so like if you're into the Word, not simply because you do it as a duty, but you do it because you want to get to know the Lord. It's like That's just you, like when you try to, in, in the natural, when you try to do something like smoke cigarettes or something. Initially, you can't just, you know, like you see people do, take a puff of smoke and just blow it out. And No, you have to practice doing it. You have to keep doing it over and over because you're pulling in something unnatural into your body and it's, your body makes you cough. It makes you, and... It just rejects it, and but you have to keep forcing your body to accept it, and so you're practicing how to smoke. Right. You know what I'm saying, and you're giving it your everything. You're giving it your attention. Right. Yeah. Her name was Billie Eilish. Right. And Billie she Eilish. Said, uh, and then at one point, I don't know what happened. It just completely went away. She revealed the change was so quick. In fact, that Eilish felt almost anti-religious for no reason until she learned from her experience. She said, I don't know why that happened. I don't know what made me that way. And then after that period of my life, I loved the idea of other beliefs. And I think people with closed minds, people like me from a couple years ago, I think that's very pathetic to have a closed mind. It's very <laughs> lame. I love hearing people's beliefs. Well, maybe she does, but just because you stand on your faith doesn't mean that your mind is closed. And it doesn't you, mean that you're weak either. Right, and you can actually know of other beliefs, other cultures, because where Paul went, you know, he he basically blended in. Not that he practiced what they believed in, because if it, it, it was blasphemy, he didn't do that. But he got an understanding of where they were coming from. So that's, it is no shame to to know other cultures. And so she's just assuming because a person stands on their faith that they are blind or that they are intolerant of other people's uh, beliefs. 
And it's, it's not that. It's that you know the truth, and therefore you stand on the truth, but that doesn't make you somebody that just shuts out any and every other culture to, to the point where you don't see or understand or hear them. But like Paul told them, he said, I perceive that you be too superstitious. You know, he, he had an understanding of the, the nature of the culture of the, of the people. We just, we're just in a, in a generation where Satan is trying to take the sacredness of and, and, and the, the wonders of salvation, and he wants people to be blind to the fact that they can be delivered. People have gotten to the point where they're just resigned to being miserable. They think that's just the way life is. So uh, verse 10 of chapter 24 of Matthew goes on to say, Many shall be offended and shall betray one another. And so what do you think they're going to betray a person for? I believe whatever... I mean, is it like in other countries where, you know, in China, they reward people for pointing out people who are Christians? Possibly. And even even here in, in, in the United States, you have people who are standing on the word. I'm pretty sure there's some people saying, well, this particular... Uh, church uh, doesn't believe in same-sex marriage because you see government slowly trying to intrude into the church, trying to tell the church, you know, now that it's legal, you are bound by the law, law of man, not law of God. So there's probably will come a time when there's this conflict and people that you feel should be standing with you in the, in the word is going to be standing against you, but you'll know them by their fruit. And the Lord said, how do you know you pass from death to life when you love the brother? So if you hate one another, he said, a person who hates the brother, they, they abide in death. And that's the rest of the verse. It says, and shall hate one another. So well, that's what we're doing right now. So they're abiding in death. If you hate the brother, that's where you are dead. Verse 11 says, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. So, um, so I was thinking of first thing that pops into my head is about how these, um, I don't know, inspiration, uh, I don't know, in the middle of the night they have these um, inspiration ministries or whatever, it's with, uh, what's his name, Murdoch, mm -hmm. and uh, then there's another guy, he's got kind of a perm, mm -hmm. perm hair, and, and, um, and, and they say to give money, to give money. And I feel so bad because there are so many, I feel bad for people, because, especially the elderly or those that are very, very poor and they can't, I mean, they're up at night watching TV and, and they are so desperate for a way out of their situation. And they hear these guys talk about, you just send $58, well, Murdoch was, $58 a month and God will bless you. He will forgive debts. He will do this. The other ministry says, you know, I'm looking for, I don't know, 300 people, I think he said 300 people to give $1,000. And the people who don't have the money, they end up giving up whatever little bit that they have, thinking that they're hearing the truth on TV, and it's not the truth. It's not the truth. They're being deceived by it. But that's not the only way people get deceived. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about somebody else 
that I'm aware of an acquaintance and has embraced um, what is that that's going on now? Uh, like Hebrew Israelites black being true Jews right. and black Israelites and there's a there's a push for people who have been saved and now they feel like their eyes are opened in a different direction when they read the scriptures saying that um, they African Americans are the original Hebrew Israelite nation of Jerusalem. And here, here's the, the thing so that I, I don't know if people can understand but problem with this. It wouldn't matter if we were saying black, uh, African Americans, American Indians, uh, Indian Indians, if we were saying uh, Norwegian, uh, Dutch, Swedish, it wouldn't matter because it has to do with the seed of Abraham with Sarah. Now Abraham had other children. See, this is the this is what the Lord's trying to get people to see. Say you might say I'm descended from Abraham, and the Lord is saying maybe you are. It's very possible that there might be people, the African, uh, who are descended basically if you're African from Cush. There might be a segment of, of the Cush uh, descendants who are now uh, somehow merged in with Abraham. But that does not make you children of the promise is what the Lord is trying to say. That's the problem with the Arabs and the Jews today because the Israelites are descended from Abraham. That is true. But they are not the children of the promise. Abraham took on a concubine after Sarah passed and he had children by her and he's, he gave her gifts and he let her go so that she wouldn't interfere with his son and therefore her children and Jewel's children, they're all descendants of Abraham, but they are not the children of the promise. So for them to say that they are descendants of Abraham and Sarah, then they should be able to prove their heritage, their lineage. They might not go, be able to go back all the way because a lot of that was destroyed during uh, the wars and when the Jewish people were displaced or when and when the Lord had them scattered abroad. But just like our culture, yeah, there are things within even the United States we have, but even though we're a melting pot, there are things about your culture that still somehow is passed from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but we would have to have that culture that ties us to the oracles of God. Same way every other nation, not just black, any other person who claims that they are the true Hebrews and that they are the true Israelites, then they have to be able to tie their lineage to the oracles of God. Okay, and if, you're, if your lineage doesn't go back to Abraham and Sarah, see, and Sarah, Sarah, might go back to okay. Abraham. So if it doesn't go back to Sarah and Abraham, you become a part of this family by receiving the, the, the baptism, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. And before the baptism of the Holy Spirit, 
you became part of the family, and not like the Lutherans teach race, it's not part of a race, it's part of a family. You become part of the family, even when you're in the Old Testament, by converting to Judaism. So, so when the Holy Ghost came, they actually were thinking, until Cornelius was saved, that in order for anybody outside of, of the Jewish faith to receive salvation, they would have to convert to Judaism to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, let me give, uh, for those who that don't know, there, there is a movement out there, um, and it's, uh, they call themselves the members of the nation of Yahweh. And they believe that all of the Old Testament prophets, Jesus Christ and God himself, are all black. They believe that all whites, but especially Jews, are infidels, whom they call white devils. Only blacks are true Jews. This group is considered a black supremacist group by many and has a history of violence and terror. You think? In 1966, African Israelite founder and leader, um, he changed his name to Ben Ami. He, uh, his original name is Ben Carter, and he's from Chicago. He claimed to have been visited by the angel Gabriel. And according to Ben Carter, who is now Ben Ami, Gabriel instructed him to lead the children of Israel to the promised land and establish the long-awaited kingdom of God. Ben Ami then established the original African Hebrew Israelite nation of Jerusalem and led approximately 400 members to the West African nation of Liberia for a two-and-a-half-year period of purification. From there, those who remained for the entire two-and-a-half years began migrating to Israel in waves beginning in 1969. The authorities in Israel did not accept Ben-Ami and his followers as biblical Jews did not deem them entitled to citizenship under the Israeli right of return law. Instead, the African Israelites were granted temporary tourist visas. And legal troubles ensued when it became apparent that the African Israelites had no intention of ever leaving. The Jewish authorities did not want to expel them, however, and face accusations of racial discrimination. After much perseverance, the group was finally granted residency in 2004, and it allowed them to stay in Israel, but not as full citizens. In 2008, there were approximately 2,500 African Israelites living in Israel. They adhere to strict dietary and behavioral laws, which include veganism, veganism and Old Testament Mosaic law. And those are just two of the many black Hebrew Israelite subsects. Each one is de distinct and independent from the others, and and each, and, and each um, is in violation of of God's word because their premise isn't based on the covenant. You know, when you, when you hear what they're basing their faith on, it isn't upon uh, God's promise. It's based upon race. And it's based upon hatred. Never did the Lord separate out Abraham based upon his skin color. Never did the Lord identify 
a person who was faithful based upon their race, he looked at their heart, and he would say their heart was perfect towards him. Or Abraham ordered his household. So this concept where they just say if you're white, that's not, that's not God's word. That's somebody who's walking by sight. Not by faith. And I don't know what triggered this movement. I don't know what uh, was in the heart of anybody that decides that they... But I'm amazed at people who have known the truth and that they did receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I think, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. And, and, they, and then they fell away. And they, right. And then they... Well, I don't know. I mean, that's hatred. Because in order to be, to be able to embrace a belief that says, I mean, it's hard for me to think that it's hatred. Well, who else? I mean, be? It's, the whole well, if it's people I know, the whole religion is based on hatred. So if right now, if I reject the fact that you could be saying that's just like the Mormons were saying there are no black people who are able to go into heaven because we descended from Ham and Ham was cursed, which is not biblical. Canaan was cursed. But not all four of his sons, just his youngest. So that'll be the, the same type of attitude. It's racial. It is racist. And it's based upon hatred. So the same the same concept. If a person looks at you and says, Oh, you're white, therefore you're the devil. Isn't that that's so ignorant? That is so ignorant. Oh, 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 oh you're black, you're an infidel. That is so ignorant. No, I don't know. I don't we got stuck at the same verse again. <laughs> Matthew 24, 11, and shall, uh, many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Right. And, and so I guess we didn't get too far from <laughs> the week before, but we'll have to continue next week. Um, so it's not just false ministries who beg for money on TV, like televangelists. There are, I'm sure, televangelists out there that believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit and are not begging for money or people to give them, you know, the last nickel, you know, in order for the Lord to bless. Right. I think if your heart is in the right place, the, the Lord will bless, and I think what the Lord will do will open up your eyes. If you're truly seeking the truth, if you're actually seeking the truth and then you, and you want the truth, so that when you see the truth and the Lord reveals the truth unto you, you accept it. Well, we'll have to continue next week. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh is of God. Now ain't God all right? God, God is all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was when Joshua sent two spies to view the land of Jericho, they were hidden by Rahab. So where and how did she hide them? And the answer was on the roof with stalks of flax. And the answer can be found in Joshua chapter 2, verse 6, which reads, But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. This week's food for thought is, What is heavier, 
than stone or sand. Hence, the Bible. And that's food for thought.